Are you here to listen to El Numero Uno? Or are you here to listen to the American Kaiju? From the land of the rising sun, you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. Welcome to the Hogs Cast Red and Black. Welcome back, Hogs Pack. Uh, we have a, a fantastic, uh, joyous episode for you today. It's very joyous. Adam, do you know why? Why is that, Devin? I'd you like to know. Your, I'm very you interested. Your, you saved your face. You're a baby face. You went from heel to baby face over the weekend. I don't even have to ask how your weekend was. Yeah. I know you turned you turned face on us. It was an accident. How did that happen? I was trimming it and uh, I fucked up. So I decided, <laughs> hey, I'm just going to shave the whole thing and try to grow it back because my facial hair grows in shitty anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you there. I also am, am one of the uh, I'm part of the shitty facial hair fan club. Uh, not fan club, but the shitty facial hair club. And uh, that's why I do the, the twirly villain mustache. Um, so here's a random question I have for you. So you're married. So does your wife prefer facial hair or no facial hair? Does it not matter? Um, she hates the facial hair. Okay. She hates the mustache, the twirly mustache. And then every time oh, she'll bitch at it for weeks on end. When are you going to shave that thing? When are you going to shave that thing? Because when it does the, the twirlies, uh, the villain uh, twirls, at the end, it's kind of it's nasty. You have to put like uh, wax in it to keep it going. And if you don't, it's just like, you know, hangy. It's really it's really awkward. It's if you're not wrestling, it's it's not good to have during a quarantine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just to have it. So um it's a lot of, uh, you know, when are you going to get rid of that? When are you going to get rid of that? And I shaved it twice in 2020 during the quarantine. And it's like she came home from, you know, shopping or, you know, from a, a work meeting or something in the other room. She's like, why did you do that? <laughs> Every time. Why did you do that? You said you hated it. Well, yeah, but no, it looks weird. <laughs> yeah, now it does look weird. So I've got the stone cold going right now. Uh-uh. I'm gonna grow this out. Uh-uh. I'm gonna grow this out for a while, and uh, I feel bad for uh, my face because it's it's not gonna be pretty. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the Hollywood tapings to return, and then I'll probably go back to the uh, the curly cute mustache again, the villain stash. I can't wait to see it. I'll definitely be tuning in to Championship Wrestling from Hollywood wherever it airs in San Diego. <laughs> Whenever it airs in San Diego. Yeah, I'm working with I'm working with Dave to get it on TV in San Diego. Um, so hopefully it'll be on on pretty soon. If you're a, if you're a, a business owner or if you, uh, you know, know someone that would maybe want to get involved and uh, be a partner for the show, let me know, because I'm going to be I'm going to be working on it. We'll see. <clears throat> we'll see how that goes. But uh, Adam, I do actually want to know how your weekend was. How was your weekend? Are you asking this because you listened to the. OG podcast yesterday. I don't know. Why don't you tell me how your weekend was, buddy? Uh, I mean, it was fine. I didn't do anything other than watch a pay per view. Who'd you watch the pay per view with? Are, ladies and gentlemen, I believe I know what's happening here, so I'm just going to get it out of the way. Uh, Devin would like me to publicly thank him <laughs> no, no, for no, paying no, no, for the pay per view. No, no, no. That's not what you're doing. What are you doing? No, that's not at all. Oh. No, we watched we watched the pay per view together. 
Uh, I mean, technically, I guess we did. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched. I haven't paid for a pay-per-view since before the network. I woke up to a text Sunday morning saying, how does one order a (laughs) pay-per-view? Which is a very (laughs) 2021 text message to receive. This is very true. I, uh, I, I, I was very interested in AEW with what they were doing. I hadn't ordered a pay-per-view from them yet. Um, I wasn't going to stream it illegally. I I have, uh, too many friends on the show and guys I've worked with and wanted to, you know, support them and, um, you know, pay for it and do it the right way. And, uh, I was shocked. I was shocked at the price of the pay-per-view. I forgot that shit was so expensive. It was actually, I think it was cheaper than the WWE ones last time I paid. It was 49 bucks. And um, I guess everyone else who's been paying for it is used to that. But man, that sticker shock. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you sure it shouldn't be 19 or like 29? Like you don't get to keep the pay-per-view when you're done with you do, it. Like, you do though. Oh, you do? Yeah, you still have it. If you want to rewatch it, you can rewatch it right now. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. So yeah, I mean, they right. run they run four pay per views a year. They, they ask you for fifty bucks. That's two hundred bucks a year for AEW pay per views. Like, eh, it's not crazy. They only do four pay per views. Okay, yeah, they okay. only do about four pay per views a year. That's cool. All right, that's good. I didn't know you got to keep it because yeah. I tried to I tried to rewind it. I missed the Sting match, yeah. of course, and uh, I had to put the daughter to bed. I tried to rewind it and I couldn't do it. And I was, I was what is this shit? Like you can just, go back now and watch it. I know, but it's such a non 2021 feature to have on your live broadcast. Like you can't rewind it. What? Yeah. Um, I liked it. No, they, they had me, they had me with their uh, exploding barbed wire death match. I was like, you know what? I can't not see this. This is probably the only time it's going to be super mainstream. If this doesn't end well, well, they're definitely never uh, going to do it in America again. Why? I mean, the end of the show. Oh, they could do it again. They just got to fix that. I mean, they already did. They did. They did a whole thing tonight on how they fixed it. So, no, no, I'm saying they could fix the the explosions. Oh, I mean, yeah, and I just don't think they'll ever do it again. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not something that you should do a lot. <laughs> it's certainly not something that I would imagine you do for every blow off, but. Um, you know, the tag or the uh, ladder match they had for the Sonic the Hedgehog rig was awesome. Um, was stoked for I, I felt like I knew they were going to do that with Sky for a while, so um, that was very cool. I wanted to see Sting's return match. Um, and then when I saw that it was a cinematic match, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I can put my daughter to bed now. And then I've heard rave reviews about it ever since, so that pissed me off. And then the uh, there was a big money match as well. That was uh that was a good one. You talked a lot Adam, about that match. Well, you know me, Adam. I'm an idea guy. Okay, this is what I do. I spit forward ideas, and I had a couple ideas after the show uh, as well, and one that was stolen by the show. But uh, you know, one of the ideas because we run out of gimmicks, right? <clears throat> we haven't done. There's very few contract matches. You don't see stuff on a pole anymore. Um, and I just thought with with how publicized everything is with wrestling nowadays that uh, you should have like, uh, you know, we know Becky just had a kid and Seth had to take time off. You should bring back the Vince McMahon heel character and just straight up do like a, like a PTO match. Like this match is for your maternity leave. Oh, you want it? You think you're going to stay home with your kid? (laughs) You're going to fight for it. And then you drag it on. 
for three months because, you know, she wins the Royal Rumble, but then someone challenges her for it and she's got to come back in the elimination chamber and win that. Oh, but she couldn't. But there was a dusty finish. And then she finally gets the blow off at Mania to where she can spend some time at home with her kid. And I just thought that'd be fantastic. Let's make it more realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I sure. Uh huh. Why don't you agree with that? That's because I, I don't get it. Like, OK, I how about this? It. How about this? How about this? All right. Um, you know, New Day, if you if you win this match, you get your Twitch channels back like that's <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. That would literally uh, be one of the most evil things that they could do. It's so terrible. But, that'd be, but, but people would get it. It'd be hilarious. I think. And people would get it, but they wouldn't like it. They, I think they would think it was exploitative or whatever. I mean, everything that they're doing is exploitative. Yeah, but I mean, they're not get, really getting their Twitch channels back and they got some income from that. So. Oh, they should get their Twitch. That's what I'm saying. If they, they win, should. they get it back. If they win, they get it back. Because yeah, everyone knows most wrestling stories are reality. So just roll them up, dude. You know that roll you know that, you know that Adam Page is actually getting all of Matt Hardy's money now. So which is I think that sucks because Matt earned it. Mm-hmm. Big money Matt. <laughs> um yeah, we don't need to go into details about the blowout or, or you know how that match ended and everything, but um I enjoyed it. It paid for the pay-per-view. I was happy I paid for it. I really enjoyed what I saw. Um, I thought it was cool to see ego on there. Like that's a guy that I followed for a while and I'm glad that guy like got in shape. He's a perfect example of, man, what would happen if that guy got in shape? That guy actually did it and it paid off huge for him. So that's cool. Um, but there was one thing in the main that you pointed out, Adam, they stole our idea, which is, uh, hazmat wrestling. I said this. I, go ahead. Bryce Rensberg was in a full-on hazmat wrestling referee outfit. So, <laughs> And what did I say? I said, hey, during the pandemic, you get everyone in a hazmat suit. You sit them in the crowd 10 feet apart. You should be good to go. And they did it in the ring. So that just proves that, the, hey, people in the right places are listening. That's true. I just don't know who's listening. Probably Peter because he lives around here. That's true. Peter probably he, he related to Cody. And then Cody was like, that's a great idea. No, I think he, what happened was he probably just hooked Cody onto the podcast early on. That's true. So, do you, so, so when they called up uh, B Boy to come down to AEW, do you think they meant to call you? No, I said you should call B Boy. He's earned it. Okay, that's I mean that's that's true. That's true. That's true. Now, did he? He didn't wrestle on Dark yet, right? Uh, they tape it before tonight. So if they wrestled tonight, then we'll probably see it next week. I didn't see him in the crowd on Dynamite tonight. Okay. Usually, usually guys that go there wrestle or in the crowd. Um, they do have like a show that they tape for next week too, a dynamite. So he might be on that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how they exactly do it. Yeah. I was trying to read the dirt sheets on it and find out what was going on with him. And um, I couldn't, I couldn't get any details and I couldn't ask him. That wouldn't yeah. be fair. It's no secret. He posted on Twitter that he was going to Jacksonville. So he loves, dude, he loves the Jaguars. Loves him. Loves he wants him. to be, loves him. he wants to be there when they get, uh, uh, I forget. He's a quarterback. I think the jets were going to get him at one point. What's his name? Oh, uh, Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah. When the, when the Jaguars surprise the world, shock the world, it takes Zach Wilson. What, what do you think overall. would be the, what do you think would be the reaction of Twitter? If like Zach Wilson was taken by the Jaguars, like what would, 
they would just say this is the most Jaguars move of all time. Like, it reminds me. It like reminds it was, me it was the, an accident. They like send in the wrong guard. They're like, here's <laughs> no, no, no. We meant Zach. We meant Trevor Lawrence. Well, he says Zach. No, Wilson. no, it's already in. It's already in. Uh, it, that, that would remind me of just how the Browns, you know, for a decade drafted a quarterback every two years that were always terrible. And you're like, what are you doing? How did that even happen? Anyway, uh, so hazmat wrestling. Uh, yeah, Benny's going to be out at AEW in some capacity. Good for him. I'm getting really, <clears throat> really bummed out not being in a ring, being up here by myself. I'm just pulling my hair out. Well, maybe soon, way. right? Yeah, I mean, maybe soon. But <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm even talking about going back. To, like, I wish I was in San Diego still training and all that other stuff. But it's just, uh, ah, it's. It's annoying. It's very annoying to not be doing it. Well, it's mostly um, annoying, I'm sure, because it seems like people are getting back to normal down here and you're still pretty much in the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, the second time. I leave, the second I leave, it's, it goes back. Hey, we're doing recording shows. and we're doing, God, what a disaster. Um, I was going to mention, good job last week, by the way, with Duke. I thought, uh, I thought that was a good show. I think you need to retitle it. I think it should probably be like the graveyard with Big Duke because you guys are just shoveling shit on me, burying me left and right. So that was fantastic. I know there will be more burials. This what was week. your favorite burn? Oh, probably fantasy football. You burning me about fantasy football. That's a good one. You don't like you don't like the way I trade. I don't like my trade talk. So. I don't think you want to bring this up live on the air after <laughs> the private conversations we've had today, but you can if you want. No, I don't care that much. I don't think anyone cares about that. Um, I did have, uh, I did have a thought when we when we were talking about the hazmat wrestling thing, right? This is so. This is just how my brain works. For anyone that's interested whatsoever, here's what I'm thinking for a show. It combines a couple of these like pandemic style shows that I've seen so far. So I saw there was a woman's show online, or at least a women's match recently with Heather, where it was like a crowdfunded match, right? Crowdfunded match. And then I've seen ones, I think it was maybe Black Label Pro uh, earlier last year, where it was, uh, I think fans got to sponsor matches, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. The Heather match hasn't happened yet. They're still work. They're still doing that. I still see her right. tweeting about it. So it's it's going to happen, but you're right. This The point is the same. Right. So m what my thought was this. You do a show. You film it in a studio um, because you want to have – I mean, right now, the way things are going, especially on the West Coast, you need it for online, right? You need it to be on IWTV or Fight TV, yeah. an iPay-Per-View, something, because you, if you're a promoter, you're not making your money. So my thought was this. Actually, um, I contacted Zealot about this. Cause I was like, Oh, they have sun studios out there where they run it would be a great spot for this. Um, but my thought was you do, uh, you can sponsor matches or sponsor wrestlers, right? Yeah. For the matches you, you bring in one person that sponsor gets to come in and watch it live. Mm -hmm. So you get, you have them set up, you know, you give them, you know, you got to make it nice. If they're sponsoring the person, or the match or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, you got to get full food, beer, whatever the thing is, make them like the Roman emperor type deal where they're sitting up on, you know, they're perched up yeah. there and you're wrestling for that person. You're performing only for them. And then of course the crowd at home. And then if you really want to get interactive, you let them take over the finish. 
So it comes down to the end of the match. You've got him, right? You've got the guy like this. You look up at, you look at whoever's doing the thing. He gives you the thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. (laughs) If it's the thumbs down, low brother, low, low, low blow brother. You flip it. You flip the finish on him. I'm telling you, it would work. It would work, especially right now. Um, And one of my thoughts on that was you could also, uh, if you had, if he was sponsoring the the, uh, wrestlers in the ring, you could have, you could make it more, you're yawning during this, which means I know you love it. Medieval times. Okay. One sponsor on one side, one on the other. You only get to root for that person. You have to cheer and boo your ass up. What do you think, Adam? Uh, you know, it sounds great. It sounds like a great idea. Uh, I, hate I, I do like the idea of bringing in a fan to sponsor it, but yeah. one of those things like uh, maybe you can have that fan bring two people with them, three people. Yeah, with them. It, would, it would be four people and they're the fans for that match. So at least the match it, has fans. Yeah, it would be their party. So, yeah. you know, a, a small, immediate, you know, they get, a, you know, booth of four and then you could put up the plexiglass. Uh, like the hockey arenas, if you yeah. want to, or whatever, and everyone have to get tested ahead of time. But um, my idea for it was, if someone wants to steal it, this is yours. I'm too tired to fucking do it myself. Um, I don't even know how I got. Oh, oh, okay. It's because it was like glad the Roman emperor themed, right? Gladius Maximus or Circus Maximus. Every event, or every match is different. So the person sponsoring the match gets to pay for whatever match they want. So, like, I know Mike really likes to do his, uh, or he, he really wants to do the uh, blood sports style matches. So you have a blood sports style match on there. You have a cage match for the blow off ladder match, those types of things. Anyway, that was my idea. So, someone's going to sponsor it. Probably, you look like you want to do it. That's not your idea? No. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. My days, of, my days of promoting and booking matches are over, my friend. Probably Mike Camden is my guess. I mean, Mike Camden, if it was a blood sport match, I feel like he'd be way into it. I just think he wants to sponsor it. What kind of match do you think Mike would sponsor? Like, give me an, give me an example of a match you think Mike would sponsor. An exploding barbed wire death match. That seems like Mike's. It seems right up his alley. If you listen to the podcast yesterday, you could tell Mike was very interested in the match. Oh, he was so stoked on it. So unbelievably stoked. He actually looks like he lost a lot of weight. I saw uh, one of his kicking the bag videos uh, yesterday or today. I hit him up because like, did you look like you lost a ton of weight? What happened? He said, can't afford food anymore. That's, <laughs> that's not what he said. He's just been working. Sure. He's just been working his ass off doing, you know, his kick punch. And he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's been going, he's been going to a lot of uh, a lot more classes. I think he's been doing a lot more of that stuff. He's been wrestling regularly again. Oh, cool. Rub so. it in. I mean, you're, in, you're, right? you're asking why he, how he lost all that weight. No, 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 no. I don't. No, I talked to him about it. He, we talked about it, but I thought I, it was good. It looks good. I was like, I don't know that. I don't know your guys' conversations. I we try to keep you out of this. It was Hogsman official business only, and we kept you out of it for a good reason. That's fine. We ta- the the conversation was about finding a new producer, essentially. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll Uh, I'll cancel yours and just go with Duke and Mike. (laughs) Well, that, that works for me. Um, No, I'm pretty sure the people would not like that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the fans like you. I don't think anyone gives two shits about you. Yeah. You want. uh, Okay. So next week we're going to have an official uh, 
everyone puts over Devin episode. We're I'm excited. Have, we're gonna have everybody send in videos of how much they love Devin, and we're gonna air it live on the podcast. Listen, they wouldn't even give me the golden hoggy, so or the the golden hog. That's because you didn't nominate everyone. I tried to. I really did. And then someone nominated themselves. They got they got real excited about it. Yeah, and then they got their own podcast. <clears throat> they did get their own podcast. That's the last word. I actually tried to call them this week. I tried to do the uh, uh, I was going to go get some cards because you're talking about cards. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. If they have those old WWF cards, I want to do uh, I wanted to do a Survivor Series match with them and just mm-hmm. try to pull the best the best four. And I didn't have them. So I was very upset about that. Yeah, appara- apparently he's had, he had some issue with an eBay seller this week that he's going to talk all about to, on the last word with big Duke this week. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Now I have to wait two days to listen to it. Let's do it now. Let's get him on. Let's call him and get him I, on right it now. It is like 1130 at night on the East coast. I'm sure he's sound asleep. Well, I had, uh, I had some, Things I wanted to talk about and I forgot them all. Well, I'm going to ask you a question, Devin. Yes, was, this hat. This, how, was, this how, hat. how was your weekend? My weekend was fine. I got to watch the uh, the pay per view. That was one day. What did you do the other days? What did I do? I don't know. What did you? Do? I'm asking. I don't know. I I'm trying to recall now. Did you, uh, did you ride? Did you go ride a bike? Did you? I ride bikes every weekend. Now. Oh, that's nice. Well, well, you do. live in a, well, you live in a nice area. You don't live in a where you used to live. I don't live, which that was a nice area too. It just wasn't very yeah. bikeable. It's fine. It's fine. Well, you, why, are you, why are you shitting on my place? But yeah, my weekend was just yeah. We, I think we rode some bikes. It's been raining, which is fantastic. Um, I love it. I love the rain. Well, why don't you marry it? If I could, I would. It probably wouldn't bother me. And. There's uh you want to hang out with them all the time. Here's what I wanted to talk. <laughs> here's what I want to talk about. Um, listener of our of, of the podcast, <clears throat> friend of ours too, um, Fow, out in uh, out in uh, Arizona. He attends all the wrestling shows, takes awesome pictures, does graphics for the guys. This weekend, he put together um, some pictures that uh from from the wrestlers that looked like album covers that i thought were awesome he did if you could you go online on uh, instagram his instagram is uh foul footage photography that's f-a-u-f-o-o-t-a-g-e f-a-t-o-g-r-a-p-h-y um but they're awesome dude he did want to slice boogie and uh, these all look like you know looks like a rap albums for the most part <laughs> this one says queens new york it's got a sick cover on there i don't know maybe you could even throw these in there while uh on the youtube channel while i'm talking he did one of me that i fucking loved uh it was a black and white that said mouthpiece on the side so that actually spurred a new um for me once i'm able to get back in hollywood i want to start doing the uh, a new nickname will be the uh the mount fuji mouthpiece i like that a lot <laughs> you got Osaka Saint Saitama Superstar, the Mount Fuji mouthpiece. He did one for Ice Williams, which looks man, this is this is cold, man. I like that. He did one for El Numero Uno. This is probably my favorite because it's just the way Mike looks at it. 
And then uh, he did one with Chris Bay where Bay's got all the titles. So, man, that was just a the current Zealot Pro Champion, Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. That's true. He's only the uh, second ever because there was someone else who had. Who was the first? Uh, I think his name was me. Oh, how, how, how did you win that title? Oh, man, I won a tournament. I won did a they, tournament all on my lonesome. Did anything happen in that tournament? Think that was interesting. Other than it, the sky pointing upwards. No, no, I didn't. No, there wasn't anyone that I wrestled in that mat in that show that was interesting at all. Okay. Actually, the I am inevitable. <laughs> the. Uh, yeah yeah that was that was the uh that's how i became the mad titan of tokyo mm-hmm. with the uh infinity gauntlet also i wrestled a, a new japan wrestler at the main event who adrian quest ah yeah, I, I wrestled him a few times so yes. wrestled on a busted fucking ankle i told that story yeah. i uh was out i was out there for um spring training and I think it was it was right before my title defense. Yeah, it was right before the title defense. I tried to hop a fence, hop yeah, a wall. Don't don't do that. No, I tried to hop a wall, and the others. I watched everyone else do it. They're about eight feet away, and they hopped over just fine, and I could see their head. And then on my end, when I was trying to catch up to them because I was late, I hopped over my side of the wall, and instead of it being a five foot drop, it was a twelve foot drop. So I completely destroyed my ankle. And then wrestled on it the next day uh, against Quest. So that was good. It was good. I think there's pictures on my Instagram of it being just completely uh, ballooned up and unrecognizable as a body part. Oh, that's good. That sounds fun. Did it change your wrestling style at all? Oh, it did. <laughs> it was, hey, uh, target my leg immediately. <laughs> and then he fucking, I, I, actually, that was an accident. <laughs> Targeted, kicked the shit out of him. Oh my god! I almost blacked out from the pain on that first kick. It was good, uh, but uh, we picked up the pace after that. So, um, what's going on, man? You you were talking about everyone getting canceled. I heard that. Uh, we were talking about uh, Wand Division finally finished that. I'm excited for uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Me too. <sighs> Been waiting for that for a very long time. Yeah, I just I really enjoyed Wandavision. I don't know that they can top it. Yeah, they will. You think so? I think so. The things that the things you liked about Wandavision were the MCU like stuff, and Falcon <clears throat> and Winter, Sol- Winter Soldier is literally going to be nine episodes of MCU shit. So, is there? Do you think they're bringing anyone in that's that's uh, hasn't been talked about? Uh, probably not. I mean, there's always the possibility that there's a random Chris Evans like cameo some at some point during it. But I mean, I think the the show has enough. Like, maybe we see uh, Nick Fury at some point. He's kind of disappeared. But <clears throat> I uh, I was very disappointed because I learned that the Snyder cut of the Justice League accidentally released on HBO Max. Um, like, like, an, the, like an hour of it no so it was under the guise of tom of and jerry mm-hmm. right they yep they said it was only an hour and 15 but there was a workaround so some people were able to watch the entire thing so i don't know what the workaround was if they had to press restart or fast forward or whatever the case is 
<clears throat> but they were actually able to watch the whole thing. So they say. So that bums me up because I watched Tom and Jerry, that piece of shit, right? The day it debuted <laughs> with my daughter. So I really wish I had waited the two weeks to maybe possibly catch a glimpse of uh, of Justice League. That would have been, I'm waiting for that. That's my, oh man, DC you know, is you only have, You only have one more week. You're fine. Yeah, but it's my biggest failure, DC. Like, I love it so much, and it's just... It's just awful. They just fucked everything up. I liked I liked uh, Batman versus Superman. I liked Man of Steel. Wonder Woman, the first one, is one of my favorite superhero movies. I thought that was, they did a phenomenal job with that. I loved um, the optics of, of Aquaman. I, I really liked Tron. Um, so I liked the soundtrack of Aquaman. I liked, you know, how bright it was. It was very different. They had a little bit of, uh, <clears throat> you know, some Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider stuff in that movie indiana jones is you know my favorite movies of all times so um they did a lot of things that i liked suicide squad was not good uh no the justice league one that they released to the public was not good no bird birds of prey got rave reviews for some reason i wanted to enjoy that movie and i thought that was just absolutely terrible uh, Shazam was very fun, family friendly. Uh, you know, I wouldn't rank it very high, you know, as far as superhero movies go, but it was fun. You know, I'll give it that. And then the uh, Wonder Woman 84 was just horrendous. Bad. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and then the fact that the fact that they can't. Oh, my God, they can't keep their main heroes employed. Like they've been trying to recast Henry Cavill for as long as I could remember. Like, how do you recast Superman? He's the star of your franchise. And then they recast Ben Affleck. It's just, it doesn't make any sense because the argument is always, well, big stars don't want to attach themselves movies for that long, but Marvel has shown the complete opposite. Robert Downey Jr. committed to like 10 years of a movie. So Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Ro- committed 10 years to a movie. I know you didn't hear that. She took the headset. No, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. Um, yeah, no, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, you can't say no one wasn't was replaced at MCU because obviously Edward Norton was replaced as Hulk uh, almost immediately. Um, you had uh, War Machine replaced, even though I still think he's more of a sidekick. I, I think they're yeah. going to be doing the Iron Wars, which he might get his own. Uh, you know, he might, might be able to main event that one, but... God, man, you can't keep Superman. You can't keep Batman. You get a recast those two. Like, how can you keep your shit together? So uh, this Justice League is probably going to be everything I wanted it to be, I assume, because I actually really like Zack Snyder's vision. I like how dark people are. "Eh, It's too dark. Like, dude, who gives a shit? It's an alternative. It's an alternative to, to, to Marvel. Just like, you can like two things. Exactly. Like the way Marvel is like, that's not what Batman is. That's not what Superman is. They're not lighthearted characters. They're dark characters. Like embrace that. Be different than Marvel. That was the problem with justice league. He tried to be too much like Marvel. Like Batman doesn't make pithy little uh, jokes in the middle of battles. Like that's not what Batman does. Like that's not Bruce Wayne is like, fucked up because he watched his parents die superman is fucked up because he grew up 
not in his own home. He's a fucking alien. Like, embrace that a little bit. Like, oh man, the way that they, I might have to watch that movie tonight. The way that they um, portrayed uh, Clark Kent as a kid experiencing the trauma of not understanding these powers that he's coming into yeah. or like how he experiences earth different, you know, just the elements different than other people was like, awesome. Yeah. Like, dude, this kid, this kid is paralyzed in fear growing up because he can't control. They did a great job. The oh, best. and they, I, I forgot they canceled uh, cyborg too. They got rid of him. They recast him. So you have three of your yeah. five, six, six heroes completely recast right off the bat. The, the best way to describe the, the, combination done perfectly is if you haven't watched the boys on amazon it's that was the, great it's the perfect like double things can be dramatic <clears throat> and also be really fucking funny all in one like setting and yep. it doesn't need to come off corny it doesn't need to come off over the top like this like it's it's what superheroes would probably be in reality today like that's how most of them would probably be yeah yeah, it was it was the boys was very good. I enjoyed I enjoyed the shit out of that. So I actually almost bought it. So I took my daughter to the comic store the other day with me when I was looking at the, for those cards to get her a comic book that I could read her before bed. I'm sick of reading her her tiny little baby books. They're awful. They're they really are truly awful. Um, and I was like, okay, I could find a, a comic that's made for a kid. I know it's for a kid. I can look through it first yeah. and make sure that it's not, you know, adult themed or whatever. Then I found they have these My Little Pony books. So we got the graphic novels because they're, you know, much thicker. Yeah. The stories don't connect, but there's, you know, six stories instead of like one. And uh, she loves them. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm sitting here reading her comics before bed instead of reading this other stuff. And they're long. They're much longer than her other books. So yeah. keeps her entertained. It's something different. So I was hoping that it would spark an interest in uh, comics down the line to uh, go to the Can I go to the comic store? Absolutely, sweetheart. Yeah. Let's go. Well, that's kind of how kids are. If they, if they, at least when they're younger, they try to kind of latch on to what their parents like. So right. I think I think at her age and probably for the foreseeable future, she would probably be like, let's go to the comic book store because you get her something. And that's really yeah. what most kids like. They're like, we're going somewhere where I'm going to get something new. Like, <laughs> Well, she actually can almost she's not quite four yet, but she can read pretty well. Yeah, she's really um, smart. She's very smart. Yeah, we, we, you know, show her new books or not books, but words every day. She can sound out the word and then, OK, what did you just spell? And then yeah. she says the word. And it's awesome. Um, <clears throat> but that's how I learned how to read for the most part on my own was comic books. Get a couple comic books that, uh, you know, go to uh, Goodwill or whatever and just get get them from the bin for a quarter. And, you know, not a quarter. You probably get like 10 for a quarter and go home and read them. It was awesome. I remember I remember doing that when I was five years old. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping she enjoys that. But anyway, that's that's kind of all i have for this week there was other things that i wanted to bring up and i should have written them down and i didn't you mean you That's, should you should have made a format like duke i should have made a format like duke but here's the thing duke's brand new okay he's got to mind his p's and q's for a while before he can throw them out the window that actually just makes you look worse because you've been doing this for almost 60 episodes now like you should have a plan <clears throat> at this point 
that's true i should i should and like and we actually talked about this um you know part the, the reason we did this was to promote our wrestling matches and shows and upcoming and that changed we're not yeah. obviously with the quarantine and everything that changed and i didn't really want to talk about movies or shit like that because i had this belief that shit was coming back and it I never mean, did well, might as well we so. might as well pivot we're, we're we at that pivot. point now we can pivot well, this thing can become whatever we want it to be we were going to with uh, interviewing again some of the guys. I feel like we had someone lined up, Adam. Do we have anyone lined up? We did have someone lined up, but it's not. It's not have you heard to, back? It's not up to me at this point. All right. Well, so. we'll figure it out. I think if you, if you know it. any, if you know anyone else, then we can certainly interview them. I know you know people. We're gonna actually. We can talk about one that we were gonna do before we before we close this thing out. I tried to convince Adam. And I think he was on board for it. Uh, we both really enjoy The Office. Uh, love The Office. And uh, I tried to convince him to do an episode. This is before The Office, ladies. To do a podcast called The Office Sirs. Do you understand the pun there? I mean, I do. Um, we talked about this. You get the pun? Okay, get it. There you go. And it was going to be... Well, fuck, actually, I don't even remember. Was it watching it was it going? First- it, it was going to be like a uh, lost tape podcast yes where i would try to make it sound as old as possible like not old, like 2008 2010 like we're watching the show for the first time and And we're just shitting on it we're shitting on it we'd have just the worst takes like we'd be like very pro roy who if you haven't watched the office (laughs) roy was pam's first boyfriend slash fiance and he was just the worst character on the show but oh yeah but you know we're just gonna be very pro roy like let's go roy uh, we were going to be on the Karen train for Jim. Like, just <laughs> we were just going to make lo- it. We were going to make it as funny and as ironic as possible. I don't even know if we were going to use our real names. I think we might. No, have we, I don't think we were. But we were. What we were going to do was start off the episode with a little bit of news each week. And we it wasn't. I don't even think they were called podcasts yet. So we we're going to call them audio blogs. I think it was like yeah. the Office Sirs audio blogs. The Office. Had- yeah. Anyway. I had even gone to the point where we were going to do a practice episode for a certain episode, and I Googled what happened that week. And oh, I did remember, you? I, I think I put this in the notes. Uh, one of the episodes we were going to practice with was like the day before uh, the national championship game with Texas and USC that Vince Young played. Okay. And I remember thinking to myself, all right, so – I'm going to be full on like there's no way that Vince Young is a bust. He's a surefire <laughs> first ballot Hall of Famer. And I wanted you to be like, no, nah, I don't think he's going to be that good. I think I think Matt Leinart's going to be better than him. <laughs> we would just have just the worst takes. Like, <clears throat> That's right. But you can just research like I, him and be like, oh, these would be horribly h- hilarious. Bad oh, takes. just yeah. Like right before the housing market burst. Now's the time, guys. Bye. Buy, buy, buy your houses. Come on. <laughs> Check out this company called Enron. Hot tip. <laughs> but um, God damn it. That's still I still, I still we, think there's a way to do it. We still could have done it. But the problem was then Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher started their own podcast called The Office Ladies. I think Brian Bumgarner does one now about The Office. He's the one who plays kevin and i think he just like hey i know he did an episode with ed helms the other day so like we can't there's get re- we can't get these people you kind of saturated the market too yeah like yeah and there's there's literally podcasts about everything now so like you got to try to find like trying to find one that hasn't been done is like 
really hard. But The Office, yeah. is like, especially now with like Netflix, it made The Office so much more popular over the last couple of years. And it's like, well, now- what's funny is when, when we talked about this, there was one podcast. I think there's maybe two podcasts about The Office. Yeah, maybe that was yeah. it. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything else. I'm like, dude, this if we're gonna do this, if we could do this funny and different, yeah, I think that would work. Like there's a couple of shows that I would like, man, no one's doing episode review podcasts of these shows, and then all of a sudden stars of the show start like Scrubs was another one that I was like, Man, they don't have a Scrubs podcast, that's good. I'll maybe I'll think about doing that. And then Zach Braff and Donald Faison do their own now where they have like fucking Matthew Perry on and (laughs) well I can't beat that like I might be a mega fan of scrubs but there's no way I can fucking beat that shit you know what I mean yeah yeah and it's hard to get people uh people's attention on shit like that so you have to get a big guest I think to to get a podcast to pop I think you have to get a big guest on and like you we've seen with the episodes of the hogsman where we get Dominic on or Benny on those are the episodes that do better than like us sitting around talking, you know, which is fine. Yeah. But, I, but you know, you got to put out content every week. That's true. That's true. So next week I will have a, a show rundown uh, sheet. Is that what you call it? It's a yeah. sheet of paper. I think I would make one, but you know more about what you want to talk about than what I do. What if we talked about what I wanted to talk about? It probably wouldn't be that fun for you. Let's do this. Let's do this next week, Adam. The show is in your control. This is the week that you become fully realized Super Saiyan producer Adam. All right. Next week on the Hogscast Red and Black, special guest replacing Devin Sparks. Big Duke <laughs> is going to be on the show. Amen, brother. Let's, let's, let's get him on. Let's get him on. I'd love him to do a double shot, and I'll just kick back and, uh, and, and put my crying child to bed at 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night, whatever it is. But... Um, that's it. That's all I got this week. Did you have anything else? No. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, review, leave a review on the podcast networks. Follow us on YouTube. Watch this thing on YouTube, even though it might not be as exciting as watching college football highlights of players or something. I don't know. Is that what you're going to do when we get off the phone? Or I mean, off the, uh, that's the shit I do on podcast. YouTube at this point. It's the time of the year where I'm looking at college football players in anticipation of dynasty fantasy drafts that mm. I don't, that I don't have many picks in, but I still would like to know. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. That's all we've got uh, for this week. Um, Adam, if they want the tip, what do they have to do? I don't know. Sayonara. Adios.